Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Biggie Blake Guitar, Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jack TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to the next edition of the World Banks. Coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio today. Also on Thanks for joining us today here on iHeartRadio and of course the plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. I got all sorts of nonsense once again happening. And uh, we are going to go to our first guest here in just a few moments. Get a hold of us online at JiggyJaguar.com. That's J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com. So we're going to go to our first guest. He is going to join us here on the telephone. Uh, Go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell us a bit about yourself. Can you hear us? You're live, my friend. You're live. Can you hear us, my friend? You're live with us. You're live. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You're live. Tell us all about yourself, my name, brother. My name is Doug Parisi. I'm the uh, director of training for Safe Defense, and uh, we're just here to talk about safety and what coaches can do to uh, pr- protect themselves in this uh, new era of uh, athletics in, uh, across the country. Fantastic. Well, start us off and give us give us all the details on this, my friend. Tell us all the details, man. Tell us all about it. You're the right, expert. So I'm, I'm the director of training for Safe Defend, and what we have um, is a uh, sort of a, an agreement that we have with the Kansas Youth Soccer Association, but we're also working with um, an advocacy group that um, where a, a mother had her daughter that was sort of stalked by one of her teachers and so there's a group called not not your daughter and it's talking about how we can protect our kids and what we need to look out for when we're looking to you know let our kids go off to school let our kids go into the um, athletics sports events and what the coaches can do to protect themselves and to make sure that there's nothing that's going on toward with the kids um, one of the things that we've looked at is um, I'm a realist. I know that the vast, vast majority of all these coaches are are, um, have, are true to their heart and all that, but what the, we've discovered is that there's a fine line between um, a good coach and somebody that's using these uh, kids for nefarious purposes. And so some of those times what we see is that there's things that coaches can do to protect themselves from sort of accusations or sort of the idea of impropriety and make sure that they uh, don't get into a trick bag. Fantastic. We have got a great guest with us today. Joins us live. Safe to fan. And uh, they're teaming up with hashtag not your daughter and Kansas State Youth Soccer Association to educate soccer clubs, coaches in Kansas. So g- give us give us more details on all this, my friend. Y'all tell us all about it. Well, when we look back at past incidents where coaches that never, you know, it, there was never any proof that they did anything wrong, but that they got themselves into a situation which just looked bad, bad we, we start to advise them, that, hey, there are certain things you need to do as a coach. Like one of the primary things I would tell them is find a parent to be the sort of team photographer. And that way the coach doesn't have photos of uh, the athletes on their own personal phone. There's no question as to why they're taking photos of these kids and stuff like that. And so if you have just sort of a, a Google Drive or some sort of account, you know, set it up with your team, you know, whatever your, your team name is, .gmail.com, and then set up a Google Drive. And then have the parents all, you know, upload photos that they've taken for the team. And that way the coach doesn't have to do it. That's just one of the simple things that we tell them to do that, that, that 
removes any sort of question as to why photos are being taken of the kids. The other thing that we talk to them strongly about is things like high fives and fist bumps are okay, side hugs are good, but watch some of the, the, the more um, sort of intimate um, accolades that happen. Kids come off the field, they've just done a great job, they've scored a goal or they've done whatever they needed to do, but what is it we can do to help them celebrate and to recognize the good behavior on the field without sort of turning it into something that is questionable when all of a sudden some kids don't like that touch or something like that. And so it's the type of thing that um, it's really hard, especially when a lot of these coaches have sort of neighbors or their, you know, their daughters, and so the, 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 um, the bond is much closer, but then you have to realize other kids don't like that sort of touch. And so we, we, we teach them how to move forward and, and, and not um, get too comfortable with the kids. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. So um, wh- why did all this come about? T- t- talk to us about some of, the, some of the things that led to this coming about here. So when we reached out to the Kansas City Soccer Association because they, um, we, some of their, their director co- contacted us and said, hey, we understand you're doing some training about school teachers. Is there anything that you offer for athletes? Um, unfortunately, there was this uh, situation, and um, there's an organization called Not Your Daughter, which we're partnered with, and that was just a situation where a teacher had kind of crossed the line. Um, and there was question that, question on the legality of whether or not these sort of things were legitimate. But we, we got together with that ag- advocacy group, and we started to say, hey, teachers sometimes look at behavior, and they, they don't differentiate, differentiate between their coworkers fondness for the children and then the, a, a co-worker that might be um, taking advantage of those kids. And unfortunately, the situation where none of the teachers in the school saw what this was, uh, the teacher was doing was inappropriate, and we realized there was a direct correlation of what happens sometimes in athletics. You might have two coaches or three coaches or assistant coaches or um, lots of people involved, and you just say, hey, he's just a really good coach, or that person's just re- really fond of his children. And um, and uh, ends up taking advantage of it. And so then I think that there was just a recognition for sort of how can we protect the coaches. Again, the vast majority of these coaches um, don't see this as, as anything that they would ever do, but unfortunately they might be exposed to it with uh, a coach on another team or somebody that they work with. And we just want to make sure they're looking out for those sort of things. So that's it's really sort of the victimization that has led, the victimization of children that has led to us to make sure that there's awareness out there, both that they don't cross the line just accidentally or that they're aware of the signs of sort of grooming and things like that that might come about within the, the um, athletic arena. Fantastic. Well, before, before we let you go, how do people get more information online? Safeoffend.com uh, is uh, where they can go, and we, they can reach out to info at safeoffend.com if they want to email us, and we can get them more information about how to get this training. Again, you know, I, I just like to say it because I don't want to insult any of these coaches. We know they're all doing a good job, but there's definitely things they can do to protect themselves that prevent this sort of th- this accusation or this um, someone misconstruing their behavior. And we just want to make sure they're aware of their responsibilities when it's under the law and uh, for notifications and, and uh, uh, mandatory reporting and, and how they can make sure that things are documented to protect themselves in, in, if a situation arises. Well, I'll tell you, you guys are doing some amazing work. Thanks for joining us today, and uh, thanks, thanks for coming on the big program. Appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much. Definitely. Have yourself a wonderful day. There he goes. you don't have final expense insurance, this message is for you. Life Care provides valuable whole life insurance to help cover final expenses, medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. Call Life Care at 800-926-6092. 800-926-6092. 800-926-6092. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? The people in your life? What do you want to protect? Your possessions, the things that belong to you, the things that you've worked hard for, 
Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Everyone thinks their home is safe until the unexpected happens. Start protecting your home and loved ones today with the affordable next generation in home security. To keep your family and property safe, call 1-800-676-1070. Representatives are standing by to assist you. That's 1-800-676-1070. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy, just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014, 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. The hottest EDM music is available right now. Hashtag EDM Music Hub. Check out EDMMusicHub.com. 24-7 stream of the best in EDM, electronic, dance, and more. Check out EDM Music Hub. Press promo is available at Facebook.com slash EDM Music Hub. Check it out today. If you want to submit your music, it's EDM Music Hub at gmail.com. EDM Music Hub. The best in EDM. Listen right now. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? The people in your life? What do you want to protect? Your possessions? The things that belong to you? The things that you've worked hard for? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Everyone thinks their home is safe until the unexpected happens. Start protecting your home and loved ones today with the affordable next generation in home security. To keep your family and property safe, call 1-800-676-1070. Representatives are standing by to assist you. That's 1-800-676-1070. The Jiggy Jaguar radio program continues. I just... It's not this hard, kids, to do a radio program with all the bells and the whistles and all the shenanigans. We are going to go to Larry Tracy, who is going to join us here on the telephone here in just a few moments. He is going to join us on the old Skip Skype, the old Skype Rooney. Yes, Larry Tracy, that Larry Tracy. Last week he was on assignment. I think he was in... Belarus. I don't know. I don't think he was in Belarus. But uh, we are going to go to Larry Tracy here in just a few seconds. He is loaded for bear, is what he tells me. Hello? Larry, how are you, sir? Uh, a different phone number. I didn't recognize. <laughs> oh, great. No, 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 no. You're good, my friend. You're good. Um, Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast, and uh, he is loaded for bear on Cuba <laughs> and some of the other things. Um, you know, wh- one of the things that I saw on uh, social media, and I and I've got to get your 
your thoughts on this because you you are connected with all the various things that are going on out there and all the various uh, you know sh- shenanigans that that takes place um there is all sorts of things happening all over the globe why are people so obsessed with cuba well it's been um, the old thing about the communist outpost 90 miles from our shore that goes back to uh Castro started his fight against the dictator Batista in 1956. Um, And then, of course, he came into power in January of 59. But he has established a a communist dictatorship. And one of the, uh, of course, it it defined my whole military career because I was a Latin American specialist. And Castro kept me gainfully employed (laughs) with all the things he was doing in Latin America. But one of the things that was always frustrating when I was out debating, say, Central America, was that what I hear the old argument that the United States drove Castro into the arms of the Soviet Union, that he really was a, a Democrat at heart, a Jeffersonian democracy. And that is, uh, I, I couldn't say on the radio what, what it was, but the initials are BS. And really, <laughs> he, he became... I guess I could call it an employee of the Soviet Union when he was 17 years old. The Soviet ambassador got he and a couple of other young men and formed the Cuban youth, and they supported them, funded them. And then in 1948, he sent them to Bogota, where there was a big conference of what was then the Pan-American Union, and it was setting up the world. How could Latin America defend itself against communism? And uh, he was sent there to be an active, uh, an activist on that to disrupt it. When he came into power, there was no question he was a gift to the Soviet Union, and they started building what was, in effect, uh, an unsinkable aircraft carrier right off the coast of the United States. And that's that's where they became a big boost. And we remember I gave a talk uh, here in the building in which I lived a couple weeks ago, or last week it was, on the Cuban uh, Missile Crisis. And that became the, the closest we ever came to nuclear war. And after it was all over, one of the in the talk that I gave, someone said, "Well, who won the crisis?" And I said, "Well, in a sense, John Kennedy, because he came out very good. But the real winner was Castro, because we gave a commitment that we would not overthrow him. If the Soviets would pull the missiles out, we would not uh, invade or do anything uh, to stop him. And therefore, he had carte blanche, and he's he's set up a." internal dictatorship in that country. And there's an interesting thing, John, or James. The um, the FBI is now starting to tell people, tell us if you see your neighbors uh, doing anything that is not good. Like, uh, right now it's on the vaccination. But that's exactly what they did in Cuba with that, the, the, the uh, Committees for the Defense of the Revolution. That's what has really kept him in power all the time. The Cuban people didn't know who they could really talk to. But it looks like uh, they're now doing it. They don't, they don't care about the fear. And and one other point that the critics of, uh, of our, uh, we who are anti-Castro are saying that, that Castro is in power and has been driven further to the left because of our arms embargo, yet medical aid and everything is an exemption from that so the fact of the covid problem is is not the fault of the united states in fact he's developed his own medical system which is apparently quite good but he uses it to influence he he rents his doctors and nurses and sells medical equipment to foreign countries in order to have his own foreign exchange so the fact that they're suffering from covid is because castro has outsourced, uh, has has uh, in, exported a lot of his medical uh, capability that he has, and he could have been handling that. It's it's the oppression of the government against the people that has finally caused them to say enough of that. And I just would like us to do something positive. I don't know what that could be. The the mayor of Miami, where they're just going really ballistic in support of the rebel, of the people who are rebelling. He even said the other day, maybe we ought to consider airstrikes in Cuba. <laughs> that, that's going maybe a bit far, but more than press releases saying how we support the Cuban people. So that that's one of the reasons. It's the proximity off of our coast of uh, could be a, a communist bastion. It was certainly during the Cold War. And then, of course, we had 
the relationship of Castro and Chavez from Venezuela, and now now Maduro in Venezuela. So um, this is why we're concerned. He has poisoned the atmosphere in the last 60 years in Latin America, has supported insurgent movements throughout, and maybe his time is finally coming to an end. So that's sort of a long rant about Castro, who is, uh, there's no question, is a dedicated communist. He, of course, is out of the picture, but his whole system that he developed has, remains in power, and that's what the people of Cuba are now rebelling against. We've got Larry Tracy with us today. Larry Tracy joins us here on our program. So, Larry, another thing that uh, is going on is that Biden just absolutely refuses to give in to some of the different progressives' demands, but yet he's doing odd things like he's reinstalling monopoly laws and... uh, what is going on with Biden? Who's running this show up there? Well, the question is, who's in charge? Yeah. Uh, so to me, one of the more frightening moments on television with Biden was watching him when he had his uh, meeting with the president of Israel, which uh, when those initial meetings, when they're open to the press, this is happy talk, where they talk about the longstanding relationship and the friendship and never that. Biden had to pull cards out and was reading from the cards. To me, that was really Jesus. a frightening moment, and I imagine his staff went, oh, he just forgot what he was supposed to say. Uh, I, I think the man is definitely, he is so different from the Vice President Biden of just five years ago. He has slipped, and if he's gone this fast, how, how is he going to be able to retain, remain in power for three years? And then you look at what the alternative is if the Democrats would initiate the 25th Amendment, that he would turn over power to the vice president. And then you've got Kamala Harris. So this is a bad situation. He's, he is pressure from left, and I don't, think, uh, I don't think he is as far to the left as is the AOC and the rest of the squad. But he is moving in that direction, and uh, they're, they're disappointed that he isn't far enough to the left. And then you've got to go, uh, tie the two, what we're talking about with Biden and with Cuba. He's got Bernie Sanders. This is almost like a Bernie Sanders administration, what they're attempting to do. And Sanders has been an apologist for Fidel Castro for years. So uh, it's a, I would think the, the thinking and more moderate centrist Democrats have to wonder, what, what has God wrought? What have we got with this? And what's going to happen in 2022? because the the voters are going to turn against them. And a lot of these vulnerable Democrats, that's the only thing we have to have faith in right now, that the vulnerable Democrats in the center are going to say, we're not going to lay down just to, to do this because we could lose our seats. So they may do it. And once we get back again, it's Joe Manchin and uh, Senator Sinema from Arizona, that they are the ones that we have to really count on because there could be a fair accompli with a lot of these rules passed. And it is. it looks to me, and it's, again, going back to the Cuba, it looks as though the Democratic Party at the extreme level wants to almost develop a one-party dictatorship. And in the United States, that's just un- unthinkable that they would do that. But they could, if they could get a couple of Republicans go along with them, like Mitt Romney, and I hope he will not, then we could wind up with four new um, Democratic senators, if they would try to admit Washington, D.C. and um, uh, Puerto Rico in, then they could also perhaps try Guam. They could do that. So we're in a very, very delicate situation right now. I just hope that the the center can hold and that Manchin and Sinema especially, and maybe Senator Tester of Montana, will say, no, we're just going too far and what this is going to do, and we've got now inflation, which is really starting to rear its head. So um, we'll we'll have that within the summer. I would I would imagine, James, that by by the end of the summer, with all the traveling that's going to pick up now, with all the pent up desire for people to go, supply and demand will kick in, and you're going to find gas prices that for regular gas probably over five dollars by the time we reach Labor Day, and that that's going to have an impact on on everyday living it's going to have an impact on the economy and on individuals as to what they're doing so 
So, now, so Larry. One danger here that Republicans have to watch out for. Many times people vote their pocketbook, and I would think that the economy could very well be, by the beginning of September, could very well be booming. And that would be the main point. They would say, listen, what we've done. And they will conveniently ignore the fact that it's because of the vaccines, the vaccines that were developed by Trump. So the Republicans have to get ready to start pounding constantly. The vaccine is the Trump vaccine. I say that to my Democratic friends in the building I live in when they talk about the vaccine and how happy they were that they were vaccinated. I said, oh, the Trump vaccine. Well, they go out <laughs> I and bet they love that. say that. <laughs> <laughs> they can't admit it. Biden's done a good job in the rollout. And you would think that they would pay a, a compliment to what the Trump people did with developing the vaccine. $14 billion went into it. All the red tape that normally goes with it. Now, if, if the vaccines had turned out to be a flop, they'd be really criticizing him for wasting all that money. So... Uh, we're, we're in for interesting times in the next, uh, I'd say, three or four months. And then, of course, 22 comes along, and then you've got the elections. So we don't know where it goes uh, at, that, at that point. But it if you look at it historically, as we've talked about this before, the, the history of the White House party losing so many votes. Obama lost more than 60. Clinton lost more than 50. Both of them far more capable and articulate and popular than is Biden. So if, if you're a Democrat and you're running for office, you got to be a little bit careful. Who do you, who do you align with? Well, Larry, uh, I appreciate you making time for us today. Before we let you go, how do we get your book and everything else? Well, the book is on um, Amazon, Bring Home the Bacon. And actually the subtitle, you have to put a little of that in. Otherwise, if you just put in Bring Home the Bacon, you get a book about Garfield the Cat. <laughs> I up. love that. Every so week you be bring that up. Bring Home the Bacon, colon, <laughs> and then the word becoming, if you put because it's becoming a persuasive leader with a proven S3P3 system. But all, you don't have to type all Garfield that stuff in. Just put in bake, Bring Home the Bacon, colon, becoming, <laughs> and that will pop up then, and you can see. And um, as I said last week or two weeks ago, I'm, I'm looking at now um, at how how I can develop a an audio book so people can do it while they're driving. And I hope that sometime in the fall I'll have that out, and we'll talk about that. Fantastic. Well, Larry, I will talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. Good enough. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. There he goes, Larry Tracy. He is uh, fantastic. I always love it when he brings up Garfield the cat. <laughs> So, we are going to go to John O'Connor here in just a few seconds. And uh, if you want to get a hold of Larry Tracy's book, we're going to have a link to it. We, of course, have links to it on our website at JiggyJaguar.com. That is the best spot to uh, see where Larry Tracy is going, what he's up to, all that nonsense. And uh, we are going to go to John O'Connor here in just a few seconds. He is going to join us. And uh, we will get his thoughts on all sorts of different things going on out there around the world. Um, and I love John. He's great. And uh, we are going to chat with him here in just a few seconds. So we are going to go to John O'Connor. Maybe. There's John. John, Here how I are am. you, sir? Hey. <laughs> um, I have quite the treat for you uh, in 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 a couple weeks. Um, what a deal! I have a. I had somebody send me. Let me see if I can pull their information up here. And uh, I've already interviewed him once, and I'm like, okay, this is a guy that has to talk to John O'Connor. Um, he is former FBI special agent, Paul Latursky, and he has a brand new book about J. Edgar Hoover. And, uh, (laughs) uh, you being a student of history, after I interviewed the guy, I'm like, I've got to get him on with John at some stage of the game. So 
I am I am going to work on trying to make that happen over the next couple weeks. But uh, we have got John O'Connor with us today. Of course, he joins us each and every week here on our program. He's the author of Postgate, how the Washington Post betrayed Deep Throat, covered up Watergate, and began today's partisan advocacy journalism. He's also the host of Mysteries of Watergate, which is a tremendous podcast. He does such a tremendous job on this thing. Uh, he has also served as an assistant U.S. attorney in Northern California, representing the United States in both criminal and civil cases, and he's with us today here on our broadcast. And um, there is a lot of weird things going on in the news. And uh I, first of all, have to get your thoughts on, I know this isn't a legal topic, but you being a guy who consumes the news, um, what do you make of the fact that the U.S. military has trained these Haiti assassins? Um, When I saw that on the Drudge Report, I'm like, is this news? Because we train people from other countries all the time to go do all sorts of things. Well, you know, I'm... I'm a little bit behind you on this because I don't know what we trained them to do. If we just gave them training in general, I don't know. Was it military training? I well, hope we according according to uh, the Washington Post, the U.S. military once trained the Colombians uh, implicated in the Haiti assassination plot. Uh, some of the former Colombian servicemen arrested after last week's assassination of the uh, of of the guy in Haiti, which I think is a bigger story than than people are giving it credit for. I I, I think that there's a little bit more there than they just killed the guy. Uh, <laughs> I think there's a little bit more uh, going on over there. But uh, some of the former Colombian servicemen arrested last week received U.S. military training, according to the Pentagon. Raising questions about the United States' ties to the death of the uh, of the Haiti guy, a review of the training databases indicates that a small number of the Colombian individuals detained as part of the investigation had participated in past U.S. military training and education programs. Well, the thing is, is that the United States does this crap all the time. We, we, we train people all over the world. So <laughs> is this really right. news? Right. Yeah, yeah, let me give you my thought on it. Okay, this yes, go. Post, if the Post is reporting this, they're trying to make somehow tie this to an evil uh, right-wing sector of America. <laughs> Everything's right-wing <laughs> and right. training these killers as if we had something to do with uh, killing this guy who's, you know, and making it racist because this is a country uh, – primarily of African-American stock people. Uh, The fact is, is that we train all kinds of people uh, for law enforcement, for example. We have the best law enforcement training in the world. We also train government type, uh, you know, whatever you want to call them, tacticians, military. So clearly somebody hired these guys. The fact that the United States may have trained them is is irrelevant uh, because they weren't trained for this option. Or this, it's one yeah. thing if somebody came to the United States and said, hey, we're going to knock off this guy in Haiti. Will you help us train for it? That's one thing. But just giving somebody training, it's ridiculous. What, what you correctly point out, Jiggy, is who really is behind this? You know, you have this deal about there's a doctor in Miami. I don't know what the real motive is for all this. That's what we ought to really get into. And, yes. and any time the Post starts pointing someplace— I want to say, what are they covering up? They've done this so well in Watergate. It's one of their MOs. You sort of point to a, a familiar enemy, and you forget over here that something else is going on. So what you do, for instance, let's just this is a wild hypothetical. But let's say your president, the president of the United States, is a member of your party, and he's corrupt. You would probably try to— uh, get somebody else, like, for instance, you might get Rudy Giuliani for uh, for doing something wrong in Ukraine to cover up for uh, corruption by Vice President Biden when he was in Ukraine. That's just an example. So what yep, you do is you, yep. you kind of divert the focus to somebody else. Uh, another wild example, you claim that President Trump is cavorting with the uh, Russians when, in fact, you were the one that just got $345 million for <laughs> selling out uranium to Russia. Yes. And you want to divert attention from that. 
So when any time the post points to somebody, I'm looking at the other side of it. What are they pointing away from? And I suspect you're going to try to figure out what it is surrounding this doctor in Miami. What is his? What are his political affiliations? What was he trying to accomplish in Haiti? May well be the guy was well-meaning, and there's nothing to this other than the post just trying to dirty up all people that might have had a conservative yes. thought of it. Yeah, you know. Well, and John, we've got John O'Connor with us today. Uh, of course, always uh, John always hits it right on the head when it comes to a lot of the different uh, different things going on out there. Uh, something that I want to get your take on, and I find this just so strange, is you know we all know that Joe Biden ain't running the show up there and <laughs> running the show up there and. In Washington. And I've been trying to figure out over the last couple of days, you know, I know they always talk about the radical left. And, but there's a lot of people on the radical left that are taking money from various organizations. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out who really is running the uh, Biden, because like the last couple of days, he's done some things that, I, I just shake my head at like he wants to bring monopoly laws back. And I'm like, this is a great idea. I think we need to, uh, I don't know why we got rid of monopoly laws to begin with. But then he turns around and he wants to direct the Food and Drug Administration to work with states on importing drugs from Canada. And I'm like, okay, Big Pharma's not going to like that. So I'm like, <laughs> who the hell's running this thing? <laughs> well, what it is, it's a patchwork of really not very bright ideas. There might be some antitrust regulation you do with very surgical precision. Uh, there's a great article in the journal today about how widespread antitrust uh, regulation is not really a good thing. But yeah, there's some places. And I think Section 230, making uh, these uh, big tech people sort of common carriers, you shouldn't be able to refuse uh, people access to Facebook or Google because they're yeah. conservative. Yeah. That sort of thing is fine. Light touch regulation, I would call it. Uh, but mainly what you've got to look at, and I think you're doing the right thing, Jiggy, you're looking at whose pockets are going to be lined with any particular yeah. um, uh, initiative. And you'll see there's always somebody behind it. Remember, whenever you talk about green energy, there are so many people out there that have these little green companies or a green pitch. Oh, or a I'll green tell you, the, the green energy thing, I just think that whole deal is just so amazing to me because I remember when all of this stuff started where they were doing research on solar and wind. And they were finding that that wind, you know, it, it these 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 guys that have these, and this is the one thing I find real real strange about some of the stuff that goes on, especially here in Kansas, is that these guys that have these wind farms, they're making they're first of all getting paid by the company to put the the wind turbines there, and then they're generating all sorts of energy, and then they're making all sorts of money. But at the same time, right. I've always wondered why, you know, for instance, fa fairly recently, uh, well, over the weekend, all these all these billionaires, you know, are racing to space. <laughs> like, you know, if they would spend a little bit of money, they could wipe out child poverty instead of running to space. But <laughs> the thing is, is that, these guys are, you know, they're, they're trying to get all the money. And so what I've always wondered is, why don't the oil companies just invest in solar and wind? Because then you've got all the money. And then you've got all the energy resources. And well, when did it become the cool thing to invest in solar and wind? All these people are concerned about the planet. But yet, where were they 20 years ago? <laughs> Well, first of all, first of all, uh, you know, the, the, the planet, the, the best energy, of course, is nuclear. Uh, Hillary Clinton has sort of screwed that up, but that's clean as, as it comes. 
and very, very efficient. Uh, now, the fact is, is that fossil fuels are not dirtying the planet. There's very little evidence of, first of all, there's very little evidence of temperature rise. And then the second one is that it's not man-made. If in, in, and John Kerry has admitted that if we go, if, if Paris works out perfectly, but China and India don't go along with it, and the signatories do, it will have absolutely no effect on the climate. Yes. So, so yeah. it's really silly. So, but here's what I would say about sun and, 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 and all that stuff. The real deal with solar and wind and all that, of course, <clears throat> windmills k kill 300,000 birds a year. Yeah. Solar. What it does is it occupies a, a fair amount of land. It's not reliable, as we've seen in Texas. Once things go kablooey and you say, sun, come out so we can uh, solve this uh, ice storm. No, it doesn't work that way. You, you can't turn it on and off, which is what you need to do with energy. That's why you need to turn on electricity at key times, and you can price it differently at, at off-peak times. None of that works, but there's a point at which you can only put up so many solar panels before you take away land that you can use for grazing cattle or raising food. Yeah. Uh, windmills, uh, basically, everybody will say they do blight the landscape, they kill birds, and, and it's not reliable. There's a certain amount of it that works. A certain amount of sun, solar power will work, especially for homes. Yeah. But really what it is, it's a scam. When you get beyond that and you try to enforce these ridiculous green regulations— there is somebody with a green company that is that is looking for green subsidies. Okay, if you remember Solyndra from Obama's day, that's just one of them. You're looking for people that are trading carbon credits. And more importantly, you're getting all these people that are, for instance, environmental regulators. Uh, remember in the Ukraine, this is going to sound like a funny uh, analogy, but in Ukraine, they said, oh, no, when Biden fired that prosecutor, he was prosecuting Burisma, but he really wasn't prosecuting him. He just didn't look like he was prosecuting him, so then he could get money for not prosecuting him. <laughs> now, I, I, I don't believe oh, that. Oh, all the chicanery, John. But, but here's my point, Jiggy, that what you want to do is if you're an environmental guy, you want to have all these regulations, then you become part of the crowd, you leave the EPA, or you're already a consultant who's got an end to the EPA, now, when anybody wants relief from these onerous regulations, guess what happens? You get paid $852 an hour <laughs> to deal with it, okay? You want, oh, it's you, amazing. Want, you, want to actually, you want to actually run this business free of regulation? Let me see if I can do something about it. I think my fees, I'm going to estimate my fees are only going to be $289,000 for the next month. And I think I can get this thing solved for you. <laughs> that's what's going on well it's, and it's see and, and and you've hit on something there i remember what was it john boehner was always against pot laws and all this stuff and oh we don't do this any of this legalization and then he gets out of the he gets out of washington and all of a sudden he's the head of a cannabis company that's right, <laughs> Just, that's right. and why is he and why is he the head and you know why he's the head because he can go talk to people in congress He's yep. got his buddies. Yep. The pot guys say, this yep. is a guy that's going to bring along 50 or 80 votes, <laughs> uh, you know. Then somebody else will get the liberals, okay? The liberals are easy enough, but he's going to get the conservatives, and he knows the guy that's, can, that can be bought, okay? He knows who those guys are. And so this is what it's all about. It's about people lining their pockets in Washington. Yes. When I, when I worked there in 1970, it was yay big. And now it's six times as big. It's spilling out into the suburbs. You can't contain the buildings to just D.C. They're now in Maryland and Virginia and all over the place, all full of people that are either working for the government or are consultants or lawyers dealing with the government. It's expanded sixfold. Their population hasn't expanded sixfold. But the government buildings have. It's what more, more, most people call overhead. It's gives yep. us absolutely nothing. It's all wasted money. Every bit of fees that go to those guys, every building that's maintained there, every cocktail party is being paid for people out in the hinterlands like you and me. Yep. And so that's yep. really what's going on. Well, the one thing also that um, 
you know, I understand that there's there's all these various stats, there's all these various things going on. And one of the things that you brought up kind of offhanded earlier was, you know, Hillary kind of got in and did all the different things that she did there. But uh, we were talking about Biden earlier and the fact that Biden is wanting to wipe out uh, student debt, which to me, I, I, I think I think if they did wipe out student debt, a lot of people would have a little bit more money. But the problem that I have also with that is what do you do to the people that are already paid their student debt off? They're just screwed. But the thing with Biden is that, okay, they wanted Hillary to do this when she ran against Trump, but she was on the board of all these different student debt organizations, so she wasn't going to go for that. Right. And it's just one of these things of who's giving the people the checks. That's <laughs> what it comes well, that's down right. to. The other thing about it is, is that we ought, should reform this and to make sure that the loans – come from the schools themselves that too so because that too because there's a lot of these organizations that they just make money because they just chase people for money that's right that's right <laughs> and you know the student debt uh thing I, I i think it's a good thing and i think it probably is going to correct eventually it will be a corrective if we let this thing go and pay everybody's student debts that's yeah. bad because essentially what we need to do is have people say, wait a second, I'm not paying these tuitions anymore. I'm going to go to some place that's lower cost. Yeah, There's yeah. going to be some competition at some point. And also, I want to make sure that the training you're giving me translates into money in the market. Well, and now, too. there's nothing wrong with, with just trying to get philosophically attuned, but the people that would do that are people who love learning. But for those people who are not going just for the love of learning, but are going to to, to enhance their careers, you should enhance them. You shouldn't just give them the false illusion that their careers are going to be enhanced. Give them some, you know, some training in, you know, social justice, and then you go out and try to find a job. You can't do it. Yeah. So, so I I, I think giving paying off student debts is a really bad idea, um, and I think we've just got to chase people and. That's it. Now, there'll be people that will forgive. Don't worry. There, there'll be enough loan forgiveness out there for people that can never pay it. And if you can never pay it, you can never pay it. Yeah. But I do think it is counterproductive because – and we somehow have to shift the onus back to the schools. These schools are building like there's no tomorrow, each of them competing oh, yeah. with others. <laughs> and, and, and to what end? To what end? These administrative staffs are increasing tremendously. The education is not getting better. And that's the thing about it. Now, everybody wants to go to a school that's got everything in the world. Every building, every facility has better food. Um, you know, but uh, uh, you've got to think about the cost. And, you know, there are only a few people that are really caring about that. The former governor of Indiana, Mitch Daniels, has vowed that he's not raising tuition at Purdue for example, and he's yeah. trying to figure out how to hold the line. But if you have this student debt thing, then there's no there's no discipline by the market is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, John, you know, as 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 they like to say in in the world of pro wrestling, we're not going to be able to rebook the whole territory just within the net within the last 20 minutes here. However, right. <laughs> however, yeah. um, before we let you go, how is the uh, how's the podcast doing, my friend? Oh, the podcast is on fire. Uh, uh, the mysteries of Watergate. It's free, number one, and number two, uh, no advertising. And uh, I just go through everything. I decided to do it during COVID. I spent a lot of time and effort so that I can tell people what really went on in Watergate, and it's fascinating. It's very intriguing. And it's a lot of fun. For about eight hours, you can learn everything you want to know about this odd thing. We're going to have the 50-year anniversary coming up soon, and uh, the Post is going to talk about how wonderful they are, where, whereas, in fact, they did a wonderful job, really. Uh, well, I, I don't want to be too hard on them. They did a wonderful job in certain ways, but they also did a wonderful job of snowing the uh, American people. Yeah. Well, uh, well, John, I look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks for doing this, my friend. And uh, I will talk to you, as always, next week. Thank you, brother. 
next week. All right, take care. Thank take you, care. man. See you Here now. he goes, Sean O'Connor. And uh, we are going to take a brief time out. When we come back, we are going to apparently talk to Josh Bernstein. He is going to join us here in just a few moments. So we're going to take a time out and be back with Josh on the other side. Download the iHeartRadio app to hear us live as live can get. Search J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R. You will hear great bits like this from Barry Farber, legendary conservative talk show host. Makes the difference. But look, man, I got to thank you uh, for giving me this much time, this much respect. You have really made today a great pleasure for me, and I want to thank you for it. Once you've downloaded the iHeartRadio app, search J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R and listen to all of our past episodes and future episodes of the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Show, all categorized by hour. Well, I, I, well, I just want to say I love what you do, James, but I, I love what you're doing. I love just being a part of what, you, what you're sharing information uh, with your listeners. Search J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R on iHeartRadio. Life Care provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral cost skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate lock, call LifeCare at 800-671-0247. 800-671-0247. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy, just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. If you don't have final expense insurance, this message is for you. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to help cover final expenses, medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.